0: Higher by Handley Mole Read for LibriVox.org by In the Desert Deep flows the silent tide of heat and light Poured from the western heaven all glows aloft And all beneath, from the white cliffs remote Of Lebanon and wreaths of gleaming cloud To where you low peninsula wave-worn Shields in a narrow port the fisher's sail, late wafted to its solitary rest. The while along the beach, the beach bestrewn, with flutes of shivered columns hoary wreck, of gates and temples fallen a dripping shroud, of nets and cordage steams beneath the sea. Is this the crowning city of the seas, The mart of kings and nations famed of old? Beyond the utmost shores, beyond the isles, Of sunset and of dawn, are these the towers Whence first magician commerce threw her spell, Her lines and circles to embrace a world, And charm from each recess of hills and waves, Their secret treasures to enrich her throne? Is this the grave of Tyre? Proud was thy birth. Lost city, from primeval Sidon drawn, Before recorded years, and prouder still, Thy progeny descended when from thee The impassioned princess o'er the Cyprian main Conveyed the Carthaginian fates afar. Whence Barca sprung, and Hasdrubal and he whose arm almost uprooted from the earth, the strength of Rome now equal in their fall, the cities lie, the parent with the child. Far otherwise of old thy port was seen, rich eldest queen of ocean from the deep, an island citadel with massy walls, and long-drawn keys encircled, answering, rose, to endless ranks of marts and palaces, along the neighbouring strand, Between, around, A floating world of galleys far and wide Darkened the main, Some anchored motionless, Some with a cloud of swelling sails aloft, And sound of oars just parting on their way, And some, a fleet from far discoveries come, Slow to an anchor riding, hailed the while, With loud acclaim from battlements and stairs. A fleet returned from where beyond the gates, The pillared gates of evening, Flows the stream of blue Atlantis, Crossed by many a zone, torrid or arctic, On the towering stern, long-lost explorer of a world unknown, The Admiral, reclined beneath a veil Of crimson canopies, In thought recalls his new-found secrets Of the western main. Islands of green elysium, glittering streams, From undiscovered wells o'er sands of gold, Poured on the ocean, skies of purple glow, High kindling where the noon no shadow flings, And nightly constellations a new sphere With planetary lustre shining mild, O'er earth's last promontory, whence the air, Bore from a hundred cliffs the lions' peal, Then how his pilots, northward by the mark, high and still higher in the twinkling pole, had led the fleet far heaving on the plunge of Gallic tides or British by the walls of granite hills and isles, a realm of mines, and upward still to where the midnight heaven shone with a pearly luster soft diffused, the sun scarce couched beneath the glimmering brink of waters. Pondering thus the changeful scenes Of distant enterprise, and rich with spoils Inestimable of gainful knowledge won. The seaman steers to haven, soon to meet The senators, the prince, in audience high, Expectant all in hope to extend their chain, And clue of commerce through the widening maze Of earth and ocean, so to gem the crown of tyrian power with unexampled wealth new splendour and new pride meanwhile a fleet far different on a southward voyage bound moves from the quay a convoy of huge rafts the limbs of mountain cedars on each deck a bold vociferous crew that wield the oar and cumbrous rudder, and expand the sail with prompt contrivance, so they shape their course to coast by leafy Carmel and the verge of roseate Sharon, thence to Joppa's pier, and landed there to climb the craggy walls of Palestine to Salem, to his shrine, who sheds unearthly radiance visible between the bending cherubs o'er the pure mirror all gold, his mercy-throne serene to him the royal hebrew prince and sage now buds a sky-planned temple and inlays his odorous chambers with the arts of tyre mingling the breath of lebanonian woods with wafted incense thither floats with shouts the timbers hewn and shaped by tyrian skill high in the snow-topped mountains which at dawn or shadowing Eve re-echoed as the axe felled the huge umbrage of a thousand years, soon without stroke or sound of steel inbuilt, to adorn the roofs and walls of Solomon. Southward the cedars float, and from the south the oriental galleon homeward sails, deep laden from the regions of the sun, ivory and gold and pearls and fiery gems, freighting the keel far off beneath the cliffs of ancient horeb in the coral bay on the red shore the tyrian year by year anchored his indian bark after long search from spicy isle to isle along the sides of turnit and tidor and celebes ceylon and malabar remotest names or where golconda's virgin sands revealed their diamond treasures or in crystal depths of persian waters plunging for the pearl the diver toiled or afric's eastward hills the hills of ophir from unfathomed mines yielded their ruddy gold perhaps more wide the bold phoenician in his endless quest coasting or over star reflecting seas star guided ever eastward sailed beyond the golden chersonese to great cathay and tracing thence the deep from rock to rock anchored in havens of another world, and mined Peruvian ore. Precious the load, slow-borne along the Arabian waves to meet the annual caravan whose files, in turn, conveyed the unladen riches o'er the sands, and through Idume's gates, with armored guard, to float on western waters. So the stores of the bright east were scattered over realms, ionian or etrurian tyre alone dispensed to each their treasures by the right of boundless enterprise and secret law of lonely paths through moon heaved seas profound and labyrinths of isles oft and again the prince himself of the rich commonwealth ascended with his sages to the tower of observation in the public cause to watch to reckon through a cloudless air the hosts of evening in the westward march, eternal, how the planetary five change their aspect, direct or retrograde, beaming in opposition or conjoined with solar light, or how the sudden shade of some eclipse on the full-orbit moon, as high she rode above the silent hills, fell at the hour predicted. Thus by search, assiduous, marking thus the wheels of heaven, Phoenicia learnt to steer a surer path than sea-girt Hellas, who with careless aim sailed by Callisto's circle, reckoning wide. And ah, what wonder that her children thus, in lack of heavenly truth, contemplating the immortal fires on high and winning still, by that mysterious aid the wealth of worlds, Should light their idle altars to such names, Baal, the Lord of Day, and Ashtaroth, Empress of Eve. Great was thy wisdom, great thy splendor, city of kings. Thy temples old with nameless wonders shone, where through the dark the emerald pillars cast a gleaming ray. Thy merchants gathered to adorn their courts, and chambers and arcades, all precious things, the spoils of cave and forest, stream and breeze, all forms and colours. From thy battlements perfumes of saba tempered the soft air, and every sweetest voice of stop or string shed music o'er thy waters, all was thine, that skill and old experience could attain, and vast ambition with a constant hope still toiling on one line. Not prouder shone nor wealthier in her day the later bride of oft-enamoured ocean the fair queen of adria when with ceremonial joy year after year her gorgeous bussantore attended with the innumerable throng of oars and sails a nation shouting round rode seaward and the doge in purple state high on the deck threw glittering to the wave the spousal ring the saint who read thy doom in vision saw thee borne upon the tide Of swelling fortune, an imperial ship, Of costly timbers wrought, thy sides of fir, From HERMAN'S ridges every SPIRY mast, A cedar king from Lebanon, Each oar an oak of Bashan, all thy benches shone, Far seen, Numidian ivory, snow pure, Thy pictured sails rolled heavy on the breeze. Work of Egyptian looms, Aeolia dyed, Thy canopies with hues of changeful flame, Thy helm was guided by the hoary skill of Arvad and of Sidon, The long deck, and bulwarks flashed with casks and burnished shields, A mercenary host, the dusky brood, of Atlas and the Mauritian shore. All nations plied thy traffic, Tarshish poured, her metals at thy feet, Armenia drove her battle steeds a fiery cavalcade to prance and curvet in thy glamorous fairs. The Indian archer came with ivory spoils from hunted elephants, the Syrian came with chests and casket, rubies, amethysts, agate and coral, Judah sent her sons, laden with golden grain from summer fields, of Minnith and the balm of Gilead's hills and kedar's shepherd princes marshalled there their bleating hosts innumerable far driven from araby the blest there sheba came with gold and breathing spices harran there and ancient eden and the industrious tribes that drink euphrates came with tinkling bells and camels bending low beneath a weight of folded broideries merchandise for kings all all were thine skill vigor dauntless hope far-scheming enterprise, the mariners of Tarshish sung thee in their chanted lays, oft in thy port, and oft by Tuscan shores, and Libyan, thee the city of the seas, impregnable wave-walled imperial tyre. But not in heaven was heard her eulogy. Her name was silent there. No choral hymn Celestial, told of righteousness and truth, wrought in her gates, or worship paid by her, The tribute of a nation's fear and love, to him that made the nations, and that drew Their limits, and o'erlooks their history still. Full often who can doubt the blended voice of powers and hierarchs on the Mount of Light, whence mirrored in the blissful vision clear earth and her changeful scenes are all beheld. Full oft that sound accompanied with joy the acts of Tyre's blessed neighbor, Israel, their harps and voices tuned before the throne, a strain responsive to the timbrelled choir of Miriam when the tribes by conquering faith escaped the Egyptian, or by faith o'ercame the aliens of the desert, or by faith ascending from the river's parted flood, seven days in faith made circuit of the walls, till all in ruin fell, and soon again, valiant in fight at Gibeon, scattered far, the fivefold host of Canaan, while the day was stayed in heaven by prayer, each righteous act of firm obedience was renowned above the stone of Ebenezer, Elah's veil. Or scenes of sacred peace, the majesty of hoary David's clothes, or Solomon, yet virtuous with his people. Or the reign of prayerful Hezekiah, the return after captivity of Ezra's train, or Nehemiah's, when in venturous faith a nation wrought together for their God, his city and his temple. Sweet the hymns of heaven resounded, answering to the praise wafted from judah's courts just is thy rule thou king of nations and to us how fair the sight of man's allegiance to thy throne rare prospect rare as beautiful to see thee loved in all and honored all things done in court and city and the fruitful field as to thy praise the labors of the hand performed with grace and gladness as to thee the song of conquering battle poured by those who strike for righteousness and thee alone, waiting thy sentence and the immortal mind, for powers immortal thou hast breathed in man, equal to ours in essence and by us, admired not seldom as beheld in souls that feel sin's inborn taint and birthening death. The immortal human mind inflamed no more with self-dependent vanity, false hopes, false aims, but strengthened, sanctified, refined, by sweet humiliation at thy feet. Conscious of thee, the all-wise, and of thy will, all-holy, and still thinking as for thee. Then fair it is to gaze from heaven on man, howe'er imperfect all his works, and oft, broken by death, magnificent appears, the march and progress of a righteous race, their search and enterprise in yonder world, thy making, pure and sacred every scheme, of public good, as in thy presence drawn happy the eyes that watch thy handiwork in earth sea sky and sweet the tongues that speak in oratory or poem to thy praise thy creatures and rejoicing to be known thy creatures and acknowledging in all thy providential and redeeming love beyond the fall prevailing happy man thrice happy walking in thy heavenward ways happy thy favoured nation while they own thy laws and throng thy temple round the flame of thy prophetic altar. Blessed are they in going and returning, blessed in days of peace and blessed in battle, in the town and pasture, in their basket and their store, blessed by the hearth and in the grave still blessed. Who shall not worship thee, great Lord and source of being, who of all thy conscious works shall fail to exult and sing that he is thine? As we indeed are thine, and in thy light, song without end, we praise thee and will praise. Centred in thee, our nature feels the spell of upward ceaseless motion, the pure growth of knowledge, power, and virtue infinite. As infinite art thou, but void of thee, the creature, vexed and wandering on herself, prays inward and forever finds no rest e'en thus in heaven as faith can hear the sound they harped and sung their praises in the view of holy generations seldom seen but seen how great a sight and angels care to trace our human annals as they roll for written there they learned the sacred proof how righteousness and peace justice and grace absolute grace and justice absolute embraced at calvary how salvation strives WITH PROPAGATED SIN. BUT NOT FOR THEE, PROUD CITY OF THE WATERS, NOT FOR THEE, HEAVEN SUNG, THY WEALTH AND WISDOM AND RENOWN WAKED NO REJOICING THERE, FOR ALL THE TOIL OF THY SKILLED MARINERS AND ALL THE lore OF SAGES CONTEMPLATING IN THY TOWERS WERE AIMED AND centered ON THYSELF ALONE. THY GAIN AND GLORY NOT THE MAKER'S PRAISE, though dwelling near the heavenly kindled light, the fires of solitary truth that burned upon Moriah's crown, though trafficking age after age with Israel and her kings, thy sapient spirit owned no homage due, to Israel's one Jehovah great I am. But chose thy Melkarth and the rule impure of gilded Ashtaroth, so when the scourge, Thy holiest justice wielded fell at length, On disobedient Zion fell with strokes, Tremendous yet reluctant thou the while. With calculating triumph couldst begin The song of exultation, dreaming high, Of glittering gain redoubled in thy gates, Jerusalem is fallen, is fallen in fire, For me the fierce Chaldean rends her wall, Perish her name, and turn her wealth to me. Vain triumph self-destroying for that cry was heard above and long before the hour prophetic voices by the whispering fount of siloa by euphrates willowy brink or egypt's flood had sung the tyrian's doom inbreathed with dreadful prescience from the throne then first the Babylonian in his day Poured round the forts his army like a sea With mounting waves, and the elder citadel The peopled shore, resisting but in vain While years and added years went round the skies Was ruined, and for ever. Then the Greek in turn besieging Pressed the island hold, with dreadful resolution Thrusting far, a mounded promontory Month by month through the deep channel in the frowning walls, till the lost city, now no more an isle, fell flaming and in slaughter, so there passed, for ever all her old magnificence, of regal commerce with a hundred realms, with Occident and Orient, all her power of universal gain, a subject now and tributary and base and age by age still baser she declined through many a storm of changeful fortune till the ottoman shook her last pride in hopeless ruin down and now along the solitary shore her small peninsula descried afar gleams as a beacon on the wanderer's gaze a melancholy light to fill the soul With solemn views of providential doom, Prophetic to the nations that forsake, In pride of power and wisdom, The pure love and changeless laws of God. Here oft should muse, Pacing in spirit full oft this wave-beat mound, The sons of England. O thrice-honoured isle, my native isle, My own inspiring word! How shall these languid thoughts this tardy pen find a strong utterance for the secret thrill that moves me as thy child that first i saw the sun and drank the breezes first in thee near to the white walls of thy famous shore and the blue leaping waves that lift thy fleets thy fleets of ancient and of late renown and thy still prouder commerce fair and clear are views which sometimes when the spirits fail and life moves haltingly on the daily road Imagination brings some sudden gleam of azure skies and showers of cloudless light, some far extended plain or green recess of tropic mountains or a sparkling strand. But fairer tis and more reviving far to watch in reverie some splendid scene of English story, memorable deeds on patriot battlefields or princely throngs, refulgent the rich pageantries of peace or stately senates in renowned debate kings legislators heroes sons of fame in every path of glory loved and crowned by every muse full welcome the report flies from all hands of thy incessant march in enterprise and science how thy sons can lift the veil of nature state her laws explore with giant tube the starry gulf or learn from silent cliffs or in the depths of sunless oceans legends of the dawn and earth's lost ages or with patient search far travelling can reveal the fountain seas whence nile is born or cataracts unknown of western forests or around the pole draw near and nearer the discovering lines still asking for new paths of wealth and fame new hopes and new success unsatisfied but, oh, beware, dear glorious land, nor slight the silent warning past. If sense of power from ever growing science, if thy skill and multiplied experience in all arts of peace and grandeur, if thy wealth and fame, thy hopes and thy success, betray thee on from the straight road of virtue and the law of him whose name is holy and whose face has shone with clearest rays of all on thee shouldst thou despise his oracles and call darkness his light and rear an idol fain to self to man then calculate no more a prosperous fate nor trust thy circling waves thy gallant mariners and all their craft of tides and stars the illimitable growth of thy broad cities and foundations old, Of thy imperial commonwealth slow reared, But gaze awhile, And in the solemn light of revelation, On the eldest born, The ancestral foundress of thy wealthy line, And fear from him that changes not, Nor waives his right, An end deserved, the doom of Tyre. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.